really warm welcome to the teaching ministry of New Life Church Crawley. We're a multicultural, intergenerational church. We believe in the gospel of Christ. We believe in spreading his love through his word and through his works. We really hope that you enjoy what you hear today. We'd love for you to connect with us via the usual social media outlets, such as Facebook or on our website. to sit down. Now obviously the children are going to be doing a lot of the work this morning so I thought it was important to also make you do some work this morning. So I'm sorry Sandy, has to be done. So we're going to start with a reading that we're all going to join in with and it's an amazing reading where the angel appears to Mary and tells her what's going to happen. So I think we probably need to stand up. The words will come on the screen, and some of the words are for everyone. Oh, Mary's going to come and join me. Fantastic. Some of the words are for everyone. Some of them are just for me. So the words in italic are just for me. And then the words that say all are for everyone. Hello, darling. (laughs) Are you coming to stand with me too? Sorry, David, it's chaos already. I did warn you. Um... And then some of the words are just for the men and some of the words are just for the women. So let's see who can do the best speaking this morning. I know, no chance. Okay, so let's do our reading. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, faithful one. The Lord is with you. But she. (laughs) 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 But she was puzzled by his words and wondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Women, and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. Mary said to the angel, The angel said to her, And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, The servant of the Lord, let it be with me according to your word. Amen. That was amazing. Well done. Give yourselves a clap. Thank you. 
I think Christmas has really started now we've sung away in a manger. So why don't we have a time, children don't disappear because you're going to come up the front in a minute, but why don't we have a time where you can go around and welcome everybody, say hello to everybody, and then we will start with our Christmas nativity story. So have a time of welcome and say hello to everybody. We can sit ourselves down. (laughs) 
Wonderful. Okay, can I just say that the children are doing this with no rehearsal, so be kind. We're going to have, they're doing all the readings and it's basically over to them. So let's find out what happened on the first Christmas. An angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. She will have a son and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. At the time, the Roman Empire decreed that, that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. Joseph had to go to Bethlehem in Judah. He took, he took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, he, the time come for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him up snugly in stripes of cloth and laid him in a manger. That night there were shepherds staying in the field nearby, guiding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them. They were terrified, but the angels reassured them, do not be afraid, he said. I'll bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by, by this time. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in stripes of clothes laying in a manger. When the angel had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby laying in the manger. After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. Fantastic. Sorry, we're just getting our shepherds into place. A little wave for mum there. Are our shepherds there? Joseph, we sort of need you. Oh, you're getting your head. <laughs> Lisa, really doesn't matter. Fantastic. Joseph, go back to the stable. Wonderful. Okay, wonderful. So this is our amazing scene. We've got to the point where the shepherds have come and have realised who baby Jesus is. And that was a glorious night. So we're going to sing about a glorious night now. Those of you that were here last week will remember that we practiced the actions, wondered, not wandered. So if you remember. Uh, so we're going to do the actions. The children are going to do the actions. Linda's at the front doing the actions. I'll go to the back. And of course, you're going to do the actions. So let's stand up and sing about the glorious night. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. And the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. 
For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God, and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. The shepherds came to see the baby stood by his mother's side Here lay the Savior inside a manger Oh, what a glorious night Oh, what a glorious night I hear the angels Cheers!
They entered the house and they saw the child with his mother. Mary, they bowed down. bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chests and gave gifts of, of gold, frankincense, myrrh, and myrrh. Amazing. So let's just see our nativity scene. Maybe Mary and Joe, you're stood up. Fantastic. We've got the angels. We've got the shepherds. We've got a camel. We've got our wise men. And we've got our star. So if you want to just have a quick look and then give our children a round of applause for telling the story so well. Fantastic. Okay, children, if you want to go and sit yourself down, keep your costumes on, because we might have some photos at the end, but go and sit yourselves down. And a huge thank you to all our children's leaders who have taken this on and really taken control of it. Amazing. Musa said to me this morning, you look so calm on the outside. I said, you can't see the inside. So, But didn't they do amazingly? I really, really do thank God for our children. What they bring to New Life Church is absolutely fantastic. So children, thank you so much for being willing to, to start Christmas for us and to tell the story. So we're going to think about... We're going to think about the Christmas story and why Jesus came. Because one thing is really, really clear, nothing was ever the same again. And Jesus came to bring light to every situation. Um, Carol, sorry, while you're there, can you turn the lights off again for me, please? Sorry. Um, when we are, when, we, when there's a shadow, have you ever been in a dark room and seen a shadow and thought, that's really, really scary? And then you turn the light on and it's something really simple, like something hanging up. Shadows can be... <laughs> Shadows can be... All of them, thanks, Darcy. Shadows can be a little bit scary until the light comes. And that's why Jesus came. He came to show us that there's nothing that we need to be afraid of and that basically the victory is won. So we're going to have a look at some shadows... And we're going to see if you can tell me what these shadows are. Where's Merceline? Because I definitely need her help with one of these. Where is she? 
Merce, I'll come to you in a minute because I've forgotten what one of them is, so you'll have to tell me. So let's have a look at the first shadow. Can anyone tell me who this is? Put your hand up if you know, don't shout. Put your hand up if you can tell me. Ian, who is it? Percy Pig. Percy Pig, anyone agree with Ian? No, Sarika says no. Sarika. Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, anyone agree with, no, someone disagrees. Charlie. It's George the Pig. Let's see who's right. It's George the Pig. Well done, Charlie. Next shadow. Let's have a look at the next shadow. Anyone know who this is? Who do you think it is? Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, good try. Let's see if anyone else knows. It's Jerry. Jerry, let's have a look. Is it Jerry? Yes, it is. Well done. Next shadow. I'm going to Mercelin for this one. Pikachu. Bless you. Who is it? Pikachu. Pikachu, apparently. Let's have a look. Yay, well done. Mercelin. I don't know what I would do without you. Thank you. Next shadow. <laughs> right, there is a reason I'm going to the back over here. Because if anyone was at our light party, this family here were basically from this cartoon. And they were phenomenal. If anyone wants to see a picture, I will pass it on. Uh, Shaggy. Shaggy, let's have a look. Yes, it was. Wonderful. I wonder... Do you know, it's really funny. It's the adults that are making all the noise, not the children. I wonder if anyone manages to say Shaggy without saying it in Scooby-Doo's voice, because I can't at all. OK, next shadow. Any ideas? A train. It is a train. Well done. Do we know which one? Thomas. Thomas the Tank Engine. Let's have a look. Well done. Excellent. And the next one. <laughs> Who's this one? SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants. Such a strange cartoon. Let's have a look. Is it right? Absolutely. Next one. Any ideas who this is? Who haven't we had? Tigger. Tigger, is it Tigger? Absolutely. And do you know what? When I was doing this, I really had a giggle to myself because I actually think New Life Church is full of Tiggers. There are so many people that just remind me of Tigger and it's not the children. So, amazing. Thank you. So, as soon as we shine light onto a shadow, we can see what it is. And that's why Jesus came down. Because he came down to show the world that God was what they needed. He came down to show the world that there is no situation at all that his light can't be shone into. And we're going to just think about a few situations where you might be saying, but you don't know what I've come in with this morning. So it could be that you've come in this morning and you're thinking, if people could see what I've done, if people could see how I've messed up this week, if people could see what my life is like, there is no way Jesus' light could be shone into that. Let me share the story of Peter, my favourite story in the Bible, because Peter messed up. 
Peter actually denied knowing Jesus. Peter ran away. And yet Jesus, can we have the next slide, Bethany? Jesus met with him on the beach. And he said, Simon, son of God, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied. You know I love you. Then feed my lambs. He had denied Jesus three times. And yet Jesus still met with him, at breakfast with him on the beach and forgave him. There is nothing that you've come in with this morning that Jesus can't shine his light into if we let him. It may be that the busyness of Christmas is taking over. I have to say now my children are a lot older, my Christmas is a lot calmer. <laughs> but I know for some of you, you are really caught up in not having enough money, not having enough time, not having all the latest things that children might come to expect. And it could be that you are ru running around being really, really worried about Christmas Day. There was a lady called Martha who was running around and doing all the wrong things, trying to get the food ready, trying to get the house ready. But the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. And that one thing was Jesus. And so for those of you that are really, really struggling to get things perfect for your family, I would advise you don't get it perfect. Your family needs you. They don't need all the trimmings. So let's make sure that we're just worrying about the right thing, which is spending time with Jesus and celebrating with our families. It could also be that you think that you are unapproachable. There are some people that think they don't belong. There are some people that think there is no way that Jesus could ever love me. In the times that Jesus lived, leprosy was a disease when nobody went near you. And in fact, if you read the description in the Bible of what happened to those people with leprosy, it should actually really make us cry because they were outcasts. They were put in a special place. Nobody would go near them. And most of them just died there alone. It could be that you're feeling really alone. Or it could be that you're really worried about sickness or about somebody that you know that's ill. Jesus can shine his light into those situations. Suddenly a man with leprosy approached him and knelt before him. Lord, the man said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said. He's still willing to shine his light into those situations that you think are untouchable. He still wants to do that. And lastly, it could be that you've come here this morning and you're looking for something. You're not sure what you're looking for, but you know that your life isn't quite complete. You know that there's a gap. You know that there's something missing. And it could be that you've tried all sorts of things to fill that gap, but nothing actually has met it. Jesus says, the water that I give, if you drink it, you will never thirst again. He met the, a lady at the well who, to the outside, seemed quite sassy. She had it sorted. She was in control. But actually, she needed more. And Jesus, when he met her, he knew that. And he said, those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. If you need that fresh, fresh bubbling spring, then speak to one of us at the end. Because we'd love to share with you what we believe the answer to be. Because Jesus shines his light into every situation. And whatever you've come with today, his light 
is there. You just need to look and see it. And so in a minute, we're going to watch a, a video that I found that I think for me sums up who Jesus is. Because when we told the story here, it's very easy to forget the real meaning of that baby. Because Jesus wasn't just a baby. He's just a baby, ten fingers, ten toes, two eyes, two ears, one mouth and one nose. He's just a baby, cries out for mum's arms as he lies in a manger in the innkeeper's barn. He's just a baby, yet the sky changed its form as a new star appeared when this baby was born. He's just a baby, Yet the hosts of heaven sang hallelujah to this baby, hallelujah, son of man. He's just a baby, yet drove a mad king wild, who stained the streets with innocence, looking for this child. Why? Because he's just a baby, yet will walk on the seas, feed thousands with nothing and perform miracles with ease. He's just a baby, yet will carry out the law, live a life of perfection so man will fear no more. He's just a baby, yet will speak to every nation, every broken heart and lost soul, he will fight for their salvation. He's just a baby, yet when they call him man, they will shout for crucifixion and drive nails through his hands. He's just a baby, yet at his final breath, all creation will shake, mourning his death. He's just a baby, yet when he's laid in his grave, he will rise three days later, victorious to save. He is just a baby, when we look in his festive cot. But the truth is, he's not just a baby. He is the Almighty Son of God. Let's just take a moment to pause and reflect. If it's helpful to you, you can close your eyes. If you're newer to church, to this church, then you'll know we, we like having a bit of fun. But actually, there's a really serious message as well. We believe the message that we have is life-changing. Because Jesus didn't just come as a baby. He grew up as a man. That man went about preaching, teaching, and healing. He demonstrated and declared the kingdom of God. So he is a king. The choice we have today and the Christmas is to put the king back in the throne of our lives. And so often the words that are used to describe this is, is kind of inviting Jesus into your heart. And I've even used that language myself. I understand it, but truthfully, more correctly, it's you giving your life to him.
that you recognize in his kingship in your life. And we want to encourage us all to reflect on that this Christmas, whether we're skeptical and, and we're, we're searching. That's what you're searching for. You're searching for a king and a kingdom. Whether you just got to that stage of faith and you need some help, well, we're glad to do that. But you're searching for a king and a kingdom. Or whether you've been on the road 50 years, same principle applies. You're searching for a king and a kingdom. And Jesus is the one you need to put on the throne of your life. How can you do that? It's, it's quite simple. It doesn't need to be fancy language. The Bible's full of very ordinary people, people like Peter, people like the thief on the cross, who simply said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And so for some of you today, you may need a prayer, simple prayer. It says, Lord, I need you to be king in my life. I need you to be keen in my life. Will you come and be keen? It can be as simple as that. It can be life-changing. That's where the Bible talks about we become born again. We receive new spiritual life. We pass from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. So if you haven't done that today, this is your opportunity to do that. Just make that simple prayer and declaration. If you'd like to speak to us afterwards, we'd, we'd love to give you some literature. We'd love to pray with you. For those of you who are online, you can contact us, hello at newlifecrawley.church, and we'll send you some literature uh, to explain that step of faith and, and how you can keep connected to him. So, Father, we thank you for the truth of the message of the birth of Christ, that you will send us a Savior who will also be king of the earth, king of the world, and Lord, we know that one day all kingdoms will be subject to you. Jesus, you have been given a name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth to the glory of God the Father. So help us to do that this Christmas, this season, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you, Kerry, and all the kids and everyone who's been involved. If you've joined us online, we also uh, welcome you. And uh, if you're kind of newer here, if this is your first time, then hopefully you will receive a little welcome pack on the way in. If you haven't, then, then we have one of those for you. Please see us afterwards uh, and we'll give you one of those. It just explains some of the information and resources. Uh, don't disappear too far, Amelia. Um, <laughs> she knows why I'm saying that. <laughs> She's singing next. Uh, so we welcome you, and uh, we're glad to have you. And part of what we believe is the church is, is church is about community. The church is not the building. We are the church, and that involves community. And part of that is staying connected. One of the ways we do that is through a, an app called Signal. It's very similar to WhatsApp. Uh, so if you're used to WhatsApp, you'll be very uh, able to use uh, Signal. It's a way to keep connected to what's going on in the church, the events, the activities, uh, all the other social media channels are there as well. We're on YouTube at, at present. Uh, we're on Facebook, 
Twitter and all, all the other usual stuff. Um, so please connect with us in, in that way as well. Next slide, please. So if you're wanting to know all the events over Christmas, we have a lot. I'm going to highlight a couple. Um, we keep the website updated so you can look at newlifecrawley.church forward slash Christmas. Uh, and that'll keep you up to date with any changes that happen uh, over the course of the Christmas period, New Year. Uh, that's where you can do it. Uh, I think floating around as well, we may have a couple of leaflets left as well. Um, but the website is, is the most up-to-date resource for that. And next slide, please. And one of the changes that isn't on the leaflet is that there will be a Christmas Day service. <laughs> so you better be here. Uh, everyone who cheers at that point better be here. Uh, Christmas Day service, just a short service, uh, the opportunity uh, for kids to come, uh, bring a present with them, uh, talk a little bit about what are happening, what they're looking forward to. Uh, Ian and Liz will be leading that service. So from 10 a.m., Note that, please, 10 a.m. to 10.45. If you turn up at 10.45, you'll be waving goodbye, and the mince pies will have gone. So, <laughs> yeah, buy a few. So there is a Christmas Day service that you can do. Uh, next Sunday, it's not on the slides, but next Sunday, after service, we're going to Burley's Wood. Is that right? So remind me of the time of that. Two o'clock. So for those of you who might want to join, you can either go to Burley's Wood. I know Kerry's keen for the kids to come dress up. Do you know the guys, Burley's Wood, the car home next door, uh, they love it when the kids come in. Uh, they're really warm to the kids, and it's good that different generations can connect together. So we'll do some singing. We'll retell a little bit of the story. So uh, if you're coming to church, you can bring some lunch with you. That's often what we do. Um, you don't even have to bring turkey. Um, but mince pies are good, no quiche. Um, <laughs> and um, come along. Uh, if you're able to stay, great. And then we'll go in for two o'clock and just, just be a blessing to them. Sing a few carols, tell a few stories, uh, all the rest of that. So that's next Sunday. Uh, a little bit further on, on the 31st, um, Grace is leading what some of us would have called a watch night service, but because she's Nigerian, she's calling it a praise and crossover service. So we're going to meet at 10, 10 p.m. We're going to sing. We're going to give thanks to God for the year that's almost gone and anticipate the year that's coming. This year's gone quick, huh? Scary quick. So we're going to meet together on Sunday evening, 10 o'clock on the 31st, and we're going to pray and praise and crossover into the new year. So if you're able to do that, then uh, please join us for that. Thank you. One of the things that we're doing in the new year, we, we understand Christmas is a great time of great joy, but it's also a, a difficult time for people. It's also a time where people remember loss. It's also a time where people remember the people that aren't at the table with them. And we recognize that. And in January, uh, we are starting a bereavement course it's called the Bereavement Journey. It's a six-week course. You do have to sign up for that. Some of you have spoken to us previously. Uh, we have a sign-up sheet, uh, and many of you have already signed up to that. If you've spoken to us, I've already put your name on. If that's something you think will be of interest to you and of help to you, then the sign-up sheet will be at the back. But you do have to specifically sign up. There are resources that we'll have to uh, purchase. There is a small cost for that though no one will be excluded uh, if cost is an issue. So don't let that be the deciding factor for you. 
um, but we encourage you to be part of that. And we know we have people uh, from outside the church coming to that as well who have heard about it. So we're going to have a great time as we, we process some of those things together. One of the things we believe as a church is, is being generous. Being generous is a biblical principle. It's not just a Christmas, uh, but actually God wants us to be generous throughout all the year. So giving is, is part of our spiritual worship. It's just, it's just normal. It's not something special. It's just part of following Jesus. John Wesley said the last thing to be converted was our wallet. I can tell you as a pastor that's true because it's the area people most struggle with. And yet, when we think of the sacrifice of what Jesus has given for us, though he was rich, the Bible says, for our sake he became poor. So when we give, we're, we're just giving in response to worship. If you're a guest here and you'd like to do that, you can scan the QR code. If you're online, it'll be online for you as well. There are some envelopes at the back where you can do that in a, a small box uh, we can put that in, and we encourage you to do that. If you can give gift to it as well, just fill that in. And let me explain some of the things that, that we give to, so that you know it's not so that Bev and I have a holiday home in Barbados. We don't, by the way. I think Bangor, North Wales is the furthest we'd get. Um, but part of what our, our giving for is, is to give out of ourselves, not just for the responsibilities we have here. And we were able to, to do that uh, last... Was it last week, Kerry? The weeks of Gaia was. We were able to have a joint Christmas party with the guys in Pakistan. So these are some of the kids. They all dressed up um, they're with their party packs. They're, they're with their food. So that's part of what your giving goes towards. Next slide. And as well, we, we did a new venture this year. We connected and um, we're beginning to network with a uh, Reach Church in Durban. So uh, they were doing an outreach, and we, uh, because of the generosity of people, we were able to give an additional 45 families Christmas packs. Isn't that great? So, so around 400 families were able to receive a Christmas pack, and we contributed. Part. Isn't that great? Um, and also, we were able to give to India. Now, I don't have the picture for, for that, um, but I was on a, a Zoom call this week uh, to the pastor there. They have a school of about 600 kids that they do that we're involved with. Uh, they minister in total to about 1,200 kids, and we were able to give some money to contribute as part of that. So, so when we ask you to give, when we ask you to be generous, it's because we want to give more away. That's the truth. We have needs here. We have responsibilities, obviously, and we want to do that. But we also want to have enough to give away. So can I encourage you to give? If you haven't started to give and you've been in the church for a while, start somewhere. Start somewhere. And work up to what we believe is the biblical principle of tithing, giving to God first. Not the leftovers. If you went round to Rose's house and she said, oh, yeah, yeah, we have leftovers from last week. <clears throat> you said, I'm not going back there again. <laughs> Unless she told you, we've got leftovers, do you want to come around? But if you go to Rose's, you'll expect a nice dessert, won't you? Yes. Yeah, of course you will. Well, when it comes to God, let's not be people who give God the leftovers. Let's give God the best of our worship which includes giving. Now, 
Amelia and Bev are, are, are going to come. Uh, and Keegan, he's playing as well. Nearly forgot you, Keegan. And this is a beautiful song. Uh, this very Christmas focused because it's called Emmanuel, God with us. Uh, ladies, you may recognize this song from the uh, prayer retreat that you did at the start of the month. If you were here, it's a beautiful song. Uh, the girls are going to sing it for you. Uh, and then we're going to come and close our time together and hopefully have some tea, coffee and mince pies. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope that you enjoyed the teaching. We'd love to hear from you, so please contact us. All the details can be found on our website. God bless.